Welcome to WXVU 89.1 FM Villanova Radio. Pacapore alongside Peter Gherkin here for the Final Four preview. Peter, Villanova, Kansas meeting multiple times in the Final Four, this time with another chance to get to the national championship game. Of course, Villanova losing Justin Moore last game against Houston with an Achilles injury in the last 30 seconds of the game. So no more for the Wildcats for the rest of this season. But the starting five today for Villanova looks like it's going to be uh, Colin Gillespie, Jermaine Samuels, Eric Dixon, Brandon Slater, and coming in off the bench would be Caleb Daniels. Uh, Caleb Daniels, of course, from New Orleans. And yeah, he'll big be hometown game for, for Caleb today. He'll be coming home uh, back to his back to his roots in New Orleans in NOLA. Um, it's going to be a really full circle moment for Caleb Daniels. He started off uh, down in Tulane after breaking his foot senior year of high school. He lost a lot of his Power 5 um, offers, and he lost a lot of his essentially – um, you know, big time spots to play big time college basketball. And he was on a four win Tulane team that essentially wasn't going anywhere. Their coach got fired and he took a chance on himself and he entered the transfer portal, got picked up by Villanova and he's been thriving here and he's going to be starting tonight in the final four in his hometown in the Caesar Superdome. Yeah. I mean, that's just incredible. You couldn't write a better story. And it's going to be great to see tonight. Um, going to be a couple keys to the game. Uh, I think Villanova, for the most part, they're going to have to slow down um, Kansas like they did to Houston. I mean, yeah. Houston coming into that game last week, one of the hottest teams in college basketball. Ranks number one in the remaining AP polls uh, during the Elite Eight. There it is. I mean, like, this was a team everyone was high on, very, very highly rated. And essentially, Villanova came into that game and turned it into just a defensive battle. We knew we don't, we know we don't play in transition at all. Yeah. Um, we essentially just get out there, uh, we'll slow the pace all the way down, set up our offense, and just grind away that clock and just not let the other team score in transition. And Villanova executed that perfectly against Houston, and I think they're going to have to do that again tonight against Kansas. Yeah, that's what we're going to have to do against Kansas. Uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to A-Ray for three on Twitter. He came up with a, or he gave out a couple of statistics about Kansas on the fast break, averaging 16.25 points. Uh, off the fast break and 16.25 points on second point chance points. So Villanova's defense is going to have to really step up today to slow down Kansas's offense. Yeah, and Kansas's offense uh, led by a few stars there. Remy Martin, their six man, has been coming off the bench just under six foot, but he can shoot. He's really fast. And I think that'll actually be a pretty good matchup for Villanova. A lot of teams struggled guarding him, but I think Gillespie sometimes he's, um, he's six foot two, but sometimes you can see him a little bit undersized, especially when a team has a, a big guard, but yeah. he's strong enough to cover. And I think that even if we get some support from our bench, whether it be from Chris Arch, whether it be from Brian Antoine, I think they can actually limit Remy Martin because they're fast. They can stick with them. Yeah. Remy Martin's lateral speed is going to be a, uh, a big factor. We're going to need to be able to stay up and close the, close the gap on him to, to be able to shut down his offense. 
And another player, Agbaji from Kansas, he has been lighting it up. 18.9 points a game, shooting 47.1% from the field. But Kansas, another team that we've seen in this tournament, not the best free throw shooting team. Some of their best free throw shooters don't even reach the average of Villanova as a team. Of course, Villanova being the number one free throw shooting team in the entire country um, in the history of the NCAA, over 82% this season. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the key factors that's held Villanova throughout this year. We've been hitting our free throws, and those are the points you need to to win the game. I think down below, um, it's been important all season long for Villanova, but coming into this game again, um, a little undersized in the height perspective for Villanova coming in against Kansas, but it really hasn't been an issue all season long. I mean, we've been looking at a lot of these teams in the tournament uh, with Michigan, especially a seven footer and a six foot 11 forward. Yeah. Um, and then going into Houston, Houston had a lot of tall players and Villanova seemed like they were relatively undersized, but only by height. I think they're strong enough, though, to hold these guys. I mean, they really just preach about like getting strong in the weight room and kind of like having that translate onto the court. And I think that they've done an excellent job this tournament. So. Honestly, when I see the height differentials between Villanova and other teams, it doesn't really scare me as much anymore. It used to like really freak me out from a matchup perspective, but now you kind of take a look at it and you're like, all right, well, um, Jermaine Samuels, you know, he's about like six foot seven, but he can cover guys that are seven foot because yeah. just because he's that strong, he won't yeah. let the ball get inside. Same with Brandon Slater. Now, even the same with, with Caleb Daniels as well. Yeah, and we're going to be getting Trey Patterson off the bench today, who's six nine. That's going to be a big factor for our defense. Hopefully, he'll be able to stay low, and that'll keep the ball out of the middle. And for Trey Patterson, like you mentioned, Peter, how important do you think um, depth will be in this Villanova game? It's kind of something that Villanova has struggled with all season. Um, Essentially, they've ran about six players, sometimes seven. Uh, Longino would get some early minutes or, or Antoine or Archie Diacono. Um, Patterson, we hadn't really seen even since the beginning of the season when he would just get garbage time against our, uh, our out-of-conference opponents. But tonight, we're going to have to see a big impact from our bench because essentially with Justin Mora, that's a crucial part of the offense and defense, not only because of his skill and what he brings to the table for this team, but just because he's an extra body there that can give some guys some rest because they'll cycle through these rotations, essentially bring in, uh, bring in Caleb, sit Dixon, and then bring Dixon back in to consider guard for him. You know, it's, yeah. it's not essentially like a forward for a forward or, or a center for a center. It's you can bring in a center for a guard and have these rotations flow. So I think that uh, more just being out will put a big impact on everyone's game minutes. I think our starters, these five guys that we mentioned to start the game, I mean, Caleb Daniels jumping in for more with Gillespie and Samuels and Slater and Dixon, they're going to probably have to play 35 minutes or more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think uh, our guys coming off the bench are going to need to really show what they've got. Uh, just, or, I'm sorry, Brand, Brian Antoine, uh, I know Jay Wright has said, would have been potentially fighting for a starting position if it weren't for all the injuries that he's faced throughout his career here at Villanova. But uh, he's really going to have to step up today and show what he's capable of doing on the court today. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see Brian Antoine. What a story it would be if Brian Antoine, I mean, he's a junior now, and by the time we recruited him, he was in that stacked recruiting class. It was I was just taking a look at it the other day. It was uh, Antoine. It was Caleb Daniels who transferred. It was Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Eric Dixon, and Justin Moore. Yeah, I mean, 
Those are some standout recruits. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. I, I feel like everyone um, from that recruiting class slash Caleb who transferred have all made huge impacts for Villanova and have grown quite a bit. And um, but unfortunately for Brian, he struggled with some injury throughout his tenure at Nova. But I mean, tonight, if he could come in and essentially just light it up and show everyone, it's like, yeah, like I was a five-star recruit. I stuck with this program for a reason. And like when you need me to step up, it doesn't matter. Like he, he said it himself, I think, um, like in a couple interviews this past week. He's like, yeah, like my accolades in high school, like don't really matter. Like, like I stuck it out here for a reason. Like I'm at Villanova for a reason. If he can come in tonight and show us why he stuck it out, no matter like going through injuries, even though he's not starting – uh, be, even though he was like a five-star recruit, if he can come in tonight and just like have an Im- immediate impact for Villanova, I think that could just like immediately um, like have a huge, huge dividend for this team. Yeah, I agree. And one of the biggest things in Villanova basketball is the saying attitude. And like you said, Brian Antoine said he's not focusing on his high school accolades. That's big. Uh, he, he might have been a five-star recruit. Well, that's all in the past. Tonight, it's the Final Four, one of the biggest stages in college basketball, and he's really going to need to step up and show that he is part of the Villanova basketball program. Under J- Coach Jay Wright, uh, everyone's ready to jump in when they're needed, and tonight we need Brian Antoine to step up. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. I think it's, uh, there's going to be a big next man up mentality. I think, um, especially what Jay was saying, he said a lot of these guys came really close together after Justin's injury. You know, it's like that's one of their crucial players. That's like uh, like one of their teammates that they've been together with for three years that mm-hmm. like went down in like just such a fluky way in the last couple minutes to get them to the final four, essentially, where he and Colin even said it himself that they wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for Justin Moore. Yeah. Um, so I think just like having a whole team that can come together and play for him. I mean, like even though they're down a man, they're playing for like a much bigger purpose in this final four game. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, play for five is going to be the Villanova War cry, war call. Yeah, is that the correct? Yeah, war call, war cry, either war one. Cry, <laughs> war cry is what I meant. Yeah, um, but no, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see. Uh, we'll we'll run you guys through some stats, um, kind of how Villanova and Kansas have stacked up this season. So points per game, Villanova coming in at 71.9, so just under 72 points a game. Kansas, though, at 78. Uh, points against, here's where Villanova has the advantage, and they've, um, you know, they've held some teams really well defensively this season. Um, Got to attest it to their strength coach, John Shackleton, Shaq Fit. Um, he's really been, like, putting these guys to work over the past few years. Like, even if you just take a look at these players, what they looked like freshman year versus what they look like now. Colin Gillespie freshman year literally looked like just so small. And now he is huge. He's literally he's massive. He's built. He's like a, probably even a bit taller. Um, same with Jermaine Samuels. I mean, when Jermaine came in, he was pretty skinny. And now he is um, just absolutely built. Yeah. Um, so I think like the strength program here has like really pushed these guys along and it really helps on defense, even though we'll play small ball. Like, we don't need a big man to cover a big man. Like we can put a six foot six guy on a seven foot guy like we were saying yeah. earlier. Um, so Villanova holding teams to 55 points a game, Kansas holding teams to 60. Nova shooting 43.4% from the field uh, and Kansas shooting 47.8%. Uh, Villanova coming in with around 34, uh, 35 rebounds a game. Kansas 38 um, in the streak. I like the streak the best right here, both on a nine game winning streak. So a oh, chance wow. to get to double digits. Of course, Villanova, the last loss they had um, this season was that one against UConn. 
um, at UConn when they stormed the court after that one. But I mean, I feel like Villanova has been playing their best basketball since that. That was kind of just a wake up call for them. I feel like they probably had a couple of um, easy opponents leading up to that game. And then they face UConn. Um, they go down to that. And then um, even before that, uh, like before like some of their easier opponents, they had had Providence, which was a huge game. And I think like kind of the come down from that game may have led to that UConn loss. But I mean, ever since that UConn loss, they've been firing on all cylinders and really they've been playing their best basketball. But the thing that we haven't seen yet is how they've dealt with injury or how they dealt with like a guy down. So tonight will be the real first test about it. What do you think about Kansas? Do you think Kansas is all that? Out of the four teams remaining in the Final Four, I honestly think that um, Kansas is a pretty good matchup for us. I would be uh, – I think the the North Carolina or Duke matchup, is it's going to be a great game, and I think that that would have been maybe an even harder matchup for us. But I feel like Villanova always plays Kansas well. I feel like Jay Wright knows exactly how to coach against these Big 12 teams, and we've yeah. seen the schedule this year. I mean, essentially – We've played every single Power Five conference. We know exactly how every team moves. Like that's why you play a hard schedule at the beginning of the year because yeah. you'll play Baylor, you'll play Purdue, like we'll play UCLA and Tennessee. Those are pretty much the power conferences. Yeah. And when you play Baylor that early on in the season, you've seen it all. You've seen everything. You've seen how the best in each conference play. And I think Baylor at the beginning of this season, they lost a couple guys to injury coming into the tournament. But at the beginning of the season, they played a lot like Kansas. Yeah. And I think that Villanova will be prepared. We've played Kansas. In the past, I mean, there was the one down at Wells Fargo two years ago. Yeah, when um, they were the one seed and we knocked them off. Exactly. And Jermaine Samuels had a huge shot at the end of that game. Yeah. Um, and then we stopped them defensively to win that one. And I think it's really important to note that a lot of these guys on the Villanova team had were on that squad that beat the Kansas team two years ago. Yes. Um, you had Colin, you had Justin Moore. Uh, you had Jermaine, and I guess the two other starters in that game were Jeremiah and, and Sadiq Bay. But I mean, um, uh, I mean, Brandon Slater was still called, coming off the bench in that one. So I, I think it was it was really good to have that experience a couple of years ago too. Like they'll probably like channel in like what it feels like to be playing a number one team. And we've been a number one team, and we've been a really good team. And I, I think that we actually have a really good matchup tonight against Kansas, despite Justin Moore being out. I agree. I agree. And I think it's all just going to come down to defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we can step up and hold the Jayhawks to a, a few points, like we did uh, Houston, holding them to 44 points throughout the whole game. If we could step up defensively like that, I think Villanova can take it. Yeah, so game tonight, we got Villanova, Kansas Jayhawks, Final Four, New Orleans, Louisiana, Caesars Superdome, 6.09 p.m. sharp. Jim Nance on the call. I mean, it's going to be a really good one tonight. Um, I mean, the spectacle can't get much bigger. The media team has been putting in the work this week. I mean, you check the Villanova men's basketball social media in like – there's a post every five minutes. I mean, yeah. it's awesome to see. Uh, I'm really excited. They, they did like a little media shoot the other day, so we'll probably get like a pretty cool hype video before the teams come out onto the court. Uh, big crowd. We're on campus right now. There's going to be a game watch in the pavilion we're getting excited for. And then, um, you know, lines for the bars already wrapped around the corner. And a lot of our classmates already made the trip down to New Orleans. So I think there's going to be a big crowd. Nova Nation's really going to show out for this one. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. 
Um, so yeah, Villanova, Kansas, and then the winner of this will play the winner of, of course, UNC and Duke, the two seed versus the eight seed for the national championship, which will be played on Monday night. So if all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow with another game preview, but we don't want to speak too soon. The only game we're promised here is Villanova and the Kansas Jayhawks. Um, so yeah, stick with us here on WXVU Radio. And, um, you know, it's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm very excited. Go Cats. If we can say that, I think we can. <laughs> All right. Go Cats. All right. So thank you, guys. Uh, WXVU Radio, V891, The Roar.